everyone. Welcome back to TTT, the Talking Transport Transformation Podcast, brought to you by Tumi. Today, we would like to take you on a journey into the dynamic world of walkability with an interview recorded at this year's Walk21 conference in Kigali, Rwanda. In this episode, we have the privilege of introducing Jorge Cañas. Jorge is part of the Concui Design Initiative, or KDI, where he supports the planning team in envisioning and implementing transportation equity projects, play streets, the activation of vacant lots, anti-displacement proposals, and environmental justice policies. Before joining KDI, Jorge worked in his hometown Mexico City, developing walking, biking, parking, and transit policies at ITDP. Then he worked for Mexico City's government, leading the participatory process of the first official road safety program. Currently, KDI, in collaboration with the Los Angeles Department of Transportation, is developing a pioneering gender equity action plan for the city of Los Angeles. This project began in 2021 with the publication of the Changing Lanes Report. The report gathered hundreds of surveys from women and gender minorities using public transport in LA, revealing that the transit system is failing these groups. During the Walk21 conference, Jorge took us on a workshop to some of Kigali's bus stops, allowing the group to engage in a participatory examination of Kigali's bus stops from the perspective of gender and walkability, with a particular focus on light and shade. My colleague Matthias sat down with Jorge after the workshop to reflect on the walking experiences of women and gender minorities in LA in comparison to our observations and discussions at Walk21 in Kigali. So without further ado, enjoy the episode. Hi Jorge, nice to meet you again here in Rwanda's capital city, Kigali. Hi Matthias, thanks for having me and uh, greetings to all the listeners of Talking Transport Transformations. It's great having you here. Thanks for having this podcast with us. I just walked across the street yesterday and I was so happy to meet you. I thought, I know this guy. In Mexico, people know you as Piatonito, which means something like the hero of the pedestrians. There you are, a YouTube legend that would put on his superhero dress go out on the streets, stop cars, and ensure pedestrians could cross safely. Great to meet you here at the Walk21 conference, which is a bit far from where you usually work in Los Angeles. Why did the global transport community, decision makers, and professionals gather here? What are your learnings from the conference so far? Being here in Kigali is the first time that the conference Walk21, I mean, Walk21 is probably the most important international conference for all pedestrian advocates, for policymakers that care about active transportation and walkable cities. So this is kind of my happy place to be with my community. It uh, fills me of, of energy and new ideas to fight for more walkable cities. And it's amazing to be here in Africa and, and learn from other experiences, and also to meet again all the international community working for safe, fun, accessible, equitable streets for pedestrians. Thanks for sharing that. Kigali is truly an inspiring city when it comes to walkability. I was positively surprised about the pure availability of pavements, which is not everywhere the case, especially if you look into other African cities. Sure, the design can always be improved, but walking is in fact enjoyable in Kigali. You do feel more respected by car drivers than in other places, 
where I have been to in the past. And you will find walkways and rather safe crossings all over the city, not only in central districts. He took us out yesterday in a quite spontaneous workshop to explore bus stops in the city. We are here for walking, but we're also talking about public transportation. How does that come together? Maybe to pre-assume a bit, in your current work in the city of LA, you're supporting the Gender Action Plan. What are the objectives of that plan and why do we need to think walking and public transport together? Sure, the Gender Equity Action Plan for the city of Los Angeles, we're working on that, um, my organization, KBI. We're a team of experts on um, community engagement and public spaces. And the Los Angeles Department of Transportation commissioned us the development of the Gender Equity Action Plan. And this started in 2021 when we published the report Changing Lanes. So we uh, collected hundreds of surveys of women and gender minorities taking public transit in the streets of Los Angeles. And surprise, surprise, the transit system is failing women and gender minorities. It's, it's, it's something that we all know, but now we have a, a report with all the data. Uh, the University of California, Los Angeles helped us with all the literature review to make sure that we have like a good case to start somewhere. And then after that report in 2021, LADOT, the Los Angeles Department of Transportation, was very happy with our work. And now they commissioned us to write the first gender equity action plan of the city of Los Angeles, and also is one of the first in the, in the whole nation, in the whole uh, U.S. Thank you for out outlining your work uh, in Los Angeles. Let's make this a little bit more practical, like we did yesterday. So we had been discussing that particularly public bus stops are failing to serve the needs of women that try to move around the city because these bus stops are not accessible. They are, cannot be reached in a safe manner. We often have a lack of light and shade. Uh, could you elaborate a little bit more about the specific challenges of women and other gender minorities to move in this public space in the city, be it by food or public transport? Sure. Let's start with some context because transportation systems around the world have historically been designed around typical male travel patterns and do not pri prioritize the unique travel patterns of women and gender minorities. You know, we plan for the rush hours, 8, 9 a.m., and then 5 to 7 p.m., you know, but women travel differently, you know, because due to socially constructed gender roles, causing women to be disproportionately responsible for household and care-related responsibilities, which is what we know as the mobility of care, women often travel to multiple destinations throughout the day, such as childcare facilities, work, and grocery stores, frequently traveling with uh, dependents, and additional items like shopping bags, strollers. So yeah, hopefully one day gender roles will, will be more equitable. But what are we going to do meanwhile to acknowledge and tackle the needs of women responsible for all these tasks around the day? So they do more trips than men, shorter trips, they walk more, they take more transfers. So, and we didn't design the systems like that. So yesterday at the workshop, we evaluated how the sidewalks and the first and last mile to transit stops are designed and if that meets like women and gender minority needs, such as the size of the sidewalks, intersections, because we need safe intersections. Intersections here in Kigali are 
they are very designed so cars can go fast, you know? So we need like more sidewalk expansions and better crosswalks so everybody can feel safe, safer to cross the, the street and go to their destinations, such as a bus stop to wait for the bus. Then in the city of Los Angeles, we did a lot of analysis and roundtables with women and leaders from different communities, uh, gender minorities. And at these roundtables, we asked them, well, what are your needs? What are the priorities? You know, and first of all, um, they are transit users. I mean, Los Angeles is a very special case because 90% of people travel using a car and only 10% travel by public transit. I mean, cyclists and walking is practically not, not in the equation, but we need to bring some dignity to all the low income and people of color, immigrants taking public transit every day, you know, especially women and gender minorities. So their priorities are that they would love to see more frequencies of the bus, you know, and that's already on our uh, gender equity action plan that we will publish at the end of the year, hopefully. It's one of the actions to make sure that we have more frequency of, of the bus system. Then after frequencies, the priorities are shade and light around bus stops. So that's why we work with them and we fabricated, designed and fabricated a prototype of a structure that provides shade and lighting at bus stops. Because more than 50% of bus stops in Los Angeles, there's not a shelter. So women with their kids or dependents, they suffer from the heat, you know, especially in, this, in the city of Los Angeles, it's very sunny. So people get dehydrated and it's not comfortable to wait for the bus while you have all that sun in your face. And also during night, there's a lot of concerns of safety and women, they, they wanted more light to have light around the bus stops while they're, they're waiting for the bus stops. So that's why we fabricated this device that provides shade and light to bus riders. And that's why, that's what we tested yesterday, you know, because there's like, there was a couple of good bus stops with shade here in Kigali, but some problems were, were like, there's not enough information at the bus stop. There's what else? Safety concerns because the bus stop has a lot of blind spots, you know, and also the, the sidewalks were very narrow. So if you install a bus stop, there's not a space for pedestrians or people with disabilities, or even if there's a mother with a stroller, like there's not a space in the sidewalk. So, so we're looking for alternatives on how to provide shade and light in these uh, narrow sidewalks. We analyzed that in the streets of Kigali and, and we had a great uh, attendee, attendance of around like 20 or 30 people from around the world like that helped us to talk more about their experiences on the transit system and uh, the walking conditions and road safety and gender equity. Thank you so much for sharing these very practical insights uh, on the bus stop. I think that's already a very good way to start off, like getting people out, have them experience the situation of the city, of the pavements, of the streets, and then get into discussions. So we had this very short time that was just about one hour and we learned actually a lot and got into deep technical discussions and learned how many things and measures are out there to improve the situation for pedestrians, uh, for women and for all uh, people with different needs uh, out there on the streets. Coming back to from the action planning you mentioned already, you are having roundtables, so you're bringing parts of the right stakeholders already to the table. But how do we actually ensure that finally what is 
being planned, what is being designed is really meeting the needs of the people. So what are your strategies to reach out to the communities, so to the pedestrians, to the individuals that are using the public space? Sure. I mean, the first challenge is always to have this clear action plan and to have all the arguments why we need these actions to improve the experience of women and gender minorities in the streets of Los Angeles. So that's the first step that we're doing now. And of course, always hand in hand with the community. We have a, a great group of community members in Los Angeles that always help us and, and inform us about their needs, what, do, what are the needs of their communities, and they help us to inform this report and action plan. Planning is not easy, but what is more difficult than planning is to implement, to actually install and, and carry out all the actions from your, your plan. We need to have a small wins. You know, if we can improve a bus stop, that's a small win. If we can improve a crosswalk, that's another small win. And at the same time, we, the big actions, uh, just like changing the bus system and having better frequencies, that's more like a long term, but there's uh, things to do uh, to break down that, those big actions to make sure that little by little, we're making sure that we're tackling these goals. Uh, there's, we need a lot of political will, but fortunately, there's great people in the Los Angeles Department of Transportation. We need to do what we need to do to improve the experience of people walking and taking the transportation system in Los Angeles. So yeah, we, we need to carry out these small wins. And then, of course, at the same time, making sure that the big projects, we, we are uh, planning and implementing the legal actions to make sure that we have a great city after doing this, all these big projects. Thank you so much for sharing all these insights um, of your work in Los Angeles. We are looking really much forward to see a lot of small wins, but also like really achieving the big change, the shift in the system towards more sustainability, walkability and gender equity in Los Angeles. Thank you so much for your time and your readiness to contribute and sharing uh, your knowledge, your experience uh, with the listeners of the Talking Transport Transformation podcast. So, yeah, no more to wish you farewell. All the best for your work. And let's put ourselves on our feet and walk towards the lunch to empower each other to follow the conference. Thanks so much, Matthias. Thanks for having me here, Matthias, to all the team and of uh, the, this great podcast, Talking Transport Transformation podcast. And, and yeah, let's, let's go out to the streets and let's change our cities for to have a better experience, better streets, better transportation, better cities. As we wrap up this enlightening conversation, we want to express our gratitude to our guests for shedding light on the crucial work being done to create a more gender equitable, sustainable and walkable Los Angeles. We look forward to seeing the transformation of the city and the improved experiences of all its residents. To our listeners, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember to check the show notes for further links on Jorge's work. Thank you for tuning in to TTT and until next time. Mm -hmm.